Hello, and welcome to the She Flourishes podcast, a weekly soul-stirring conversation that lifts you out of the funk and into the flourishing life, so you can live life as the best version of you. I'm your host, Brenda Jasmine. For the past 11 years, I've been coaching women and leading personal development workshops as a speaker and mindset coach. She Flourishes is an extension of those workshops and conversations and is designed to help you create the flourishing life that you were meant to live. Let's get started. Hello, Gaia, and welcome to the She Flourishes podcast. Hey, Brenda. So nice to see you again. So nice to see you on video here and to have you on the podcast. And I am just thrilled to um, introduce our listeners today to Gaia Orion. She is an artist who has exhibited internationally. She's originally from Paris, France. She's trained as an architect and lives north of Toronto now. And we got connected because of one of her beautiful pieces of art um, called She Flourishes. And we'll talk, which is the name of the podcast, right? So of course, I had to have Gaia on to talk to us about uh, the work that she does in the world as an artist. And so many of her images are inspired by women and by women flourishing in the world. And she has a deep connection to art and her spirituality. And that really comes through in the work that she does in the world. And she's also a creativity coach, which I think is a really interesting, um, an interesting bent bent to the work that you do in the world. Because not only is Gaia an artist and doing her work and having her own business as an artist in the world, but she coaches other artists. And she also does workshops uh, for corporations or uh, for conferences about um, how to be creative and how art can help us to really tap into that creativity. So I am just so thrilled to have you here because I think you're just such a beautiful example of a woman who's flourishing with her gifts in the world. So thank you for being here today, Gaia. Yes, yeah, for flourishing, and um, you have the image behind you, and I yes, have the bigger, I <laughs> the bigger model, like a large print. Yes, so, like, just like looking at the image, you kind of get a, an idea of like what we're talking about. You know, you can feel like the expansion, the openness, and at the same time, like you know, she's grounded, and um, maybe we can uh, talk about about her. Yes. Do you want to start just with that? Yes, because I think it's an interesting story about how we got connected, Gaia. And I I do think we were were meant to meet one another. I really, really do. Because um, I had done a summit earlier this year in the spring, and I had really put a lot of thought into what I wanted the summit to be called. And what I had come up with were the words, she flourishes, because I, I really, that is my mission is to help women to flourish in the world. And so I Googled She Flourishes because I think I wanted to make sure, you know, I'm not copywriting or infringing, you know, infringing on anyone else's summit or business. And when I Googled She Flourishes, Gaia came up on your website, right? (laughs) And her beautiful, she has a painting called She Flourishes. And I, I was immediately this image spoke to me and I thought, this image is exactly what verbally I had in my head. Like I had the words for it. 
And it, it just jumped off the screen. So I called up, did I call you or I emailed you? I emailed you, right? So yes, Gaia, you get this email from this woman saying, <laughs> your painting spoke to me and I want to do this summit. And um, and we had a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. So I called you up right away because I just uh, loved you. I loved everything you were doing. It made sense. Now, my painting, She Flourishes, is like one of my most popular paintings. And she is also like my, I turned her into my logo. So she's my branding. And I never, ever allow anyone to use that image for their branding because, you know, why would I dial it? such a beautiful image so people can use it like if they you know illustrating their blog or their website or something like that or they can anyway but like other images yes you can pay me and use it and we can do something and write a contract but she flourishes but then it's i don't know why i said yes and it's kind of funny and it worked out and i also offered a workshop and you like you didn't know why you said yes because you didn't even know me and you didn't know how it was going to be good or not <laughs> and so it was true. amazing so here we have this journey but I think what you said and how your um, whole being responded when you saw the image, when you were looking for an image or something like, okay, what is it? What's on the net with She Flourishes? It really speaks about the power of, the, of images, the power of visuals. And I know you're talking to a lot of entrepreneurs, but what I've noticed uh, as an artist, not a lot of people put attention on um, how they're presenting themselves visually on their logo on making posters and then you did that i noticed that right away and that's kind of like what you know i felt i know this image is going to be well honored and anyway we're having a great mm -hmm. um co-creation that is continuing and i love yes. that yeah yes. but um this is what i've discovered you know you said like yes i have my practice as an artist but over the years i'm actually realizing because each of my images have so many stories that, um, you know, kind of embed my own personal journey mm -hmm. and unfolding. And it's like the paintings are a mirror to my story. They're teaching me, they're pulling me ahead. And then when I show them to the world, then they resonate with people's stories. And then so I realized like each painting is actually like a whole, um, like it's so rich in all the messages and the, the meaning and the teachings and the learning and the growth and the transformation that each image of many of my paintings uh, give to myself and to people. Um, so I've realized that I'm the artist, but I'm also a teacher. And so, you know, I did the certification in coaching and it's just something that is very natural once you've really developed something and you've found, you know, a balance in the life that you're living, then you just naturally want to share it. Like, why would I just keep it for myself? So, you know, I always try to keep the art practice as central because this is a heart of what I'm doing. You know, I couldn't make much more money if I just decided to coach. Right. <laughs> but I always like, I, I turn down coaching all the time because like I have an exhibition coming up in Paris and, you know, I, I, need, I need the time and the space and I can't be on Zoom. <laughs> three times a day, three, even like five times a week, that's enough. So, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And how exciting is it that you're having a show in Paris and an exhibition it's called, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, in a beautiful gallery in the, right in the heart of Paris. And it's my third 
show there. So, um, yeah, I'm walking in um, a, a lot. Um, like, it's great when you've done something. This is the beauty of coming to 50 years old and you've done something over 20 years. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of like you move into something that becomes much more effortless. There was a lot of effort to be where I am now, but um, you know you start to reap the fruit of everything that you've done. So going yes. to Paris is just uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm so excited for you and so happy for you that you are going to be doing that. And I wanted to bring you on because I really think that, and and we were talking before we hopped on the. Um, the call here today, we were talking about how, you know, whether it's being an artist or whatever it is that you want to do in the world that um, what I'm all about and what I believe, you know, a big part of flourishing is that women are sharing, well, anyone, but being as talking about she flourishes, um, that women and, and people who identify as women, that they're going out into the world and really sharing their gifts and sharing their passion. And so whether it's through art or whatever your gifts are, um, I just think Gaia is an excellent example of someone who has taken something she's passionate about, taking something that she loves and going out into the world. And what's tricky though, is that, you know, some of us might have things that we want to do in the world and other people are like, yeah, that's great. That sounds for like a really lucrative career. And, but being an artist, there's that stereotype, right? About, um, and someone else spoke on the podcast about being a writer. And she said, you know, the only images she saw in the media were of writers sleeping on other people's couches. And so it was hard to even embrace that, that role or, you know, we hear, I hate even saying it, but the, the stereotypical role of the starving artist, right? So can you tell us a little bit about um, how it was that you decided to be an artist and and how you maybe overcame that, or maybe you didn't experience that. Maybe you can tell us a little. Oh, yeah, I completely experienced that. <laughs> okay. I come, I come from a family of high achievers. Uh, my dad was a top lawyer. All my brothers and sisters and cousins and whatever, they all at the top of the field of whatever they're doing. So like my oh. sister works on, a, she's an architect for historical monument and she works on Notre Dame. So, you know, that's <laughs> the kind of people that I grew up with. So, you know, like if I was going to decide to be an artist, I wasn't going to be the one who'd be uh, sleeping on people's couches. <laughs> I'm very ambitious and I had to um, come... Um, uh, so uh, two things, like when I decided to be an artist, like uh, you should hear, you know, what my family and friends thought about this great <laughs> idea. <laughs> First of all, just marrying this poet that was completely different than me, uh, lived in Canada. So I moved from Paris to the countryside in Canada in the middle of nowhere to live this total hippie life. So just like that's, you know, very completely crazy. But then um, once uh, the art started to come up and I was just looking at other artists um, that were making a living from their art and I realized that there was a way and I asked them a lot of questions. So I think what I want to say is that the most important, you have, if you want to do it, you have to do it. And you have to do it not, it doesn't matter if you're going to make money or not make money. You're going to do it because you're alive, you have one life, 
life is short we all know that if you're around 50 years old you know like oh my gosh i can't believe my kids you know they're all gone from their house what i have done all those years and you know it's going it's going faster and faster so if you want to write a book or you want to paint or you want to travel or do anything that is crazy like i'm like do it like what's gonna happen what is the worst that is gonna happen and if you're going to be sleeping on someone's couch, so what? You know mm. what? What I've learned when my husband, we had three babies because I had a son and 14 months later, we had twin girls. And when our babies were three months old, after the three months parent to leave, my husband decided to quit his job. Like both of us, we decided. We were like, oh my gosh, like we hate this life, waiting for the check for this shitty job, working for someone everything was so negative we had no idea what we we're gonna do we had like zero money we were fortunate to be living like renting from his parents an old farmhouse so you know we were not we didn't have a one million dollar mortgage or anything like that but from that moment i've never felt poor like i know i didn't have money you know sometimes i hesitated buying cheese because it was a lot Mm. I would just buy like lentil and potatoes and carrot. Like we lived very simply, but I, we always felt so rich. And mm. how am I going to explain that? It's like the luxury was in the time that we had and in like the quality of the life that we had because we were both home with our three children we never woke up with an alarm and it's been like that for 25 years wow. and we just choose every day i wake up how do i feel what i'm going to do today and we do what we love we do we're doing our art we have time for like our meditation practices and anything that you know make our hearts sing so like you know financially we've done amazing like we we do you know, we found our way. You can find our way. There is a way to make money writing, doing art, or anything that you want to do because there are people in the world who are doing it. So you have just have to learn the skills, ask questions, take courses, get coaching. This is just like, am I going to make a living from it? I know it's important we have bills to pay, but mm -hmm. I think it's secondary. I think the most important is like this is when you talk about she flourishes, we're talking about living, we're talking about living fully. So, you know, it takes, it's courage, but it's, um, you know, the origin of the word courage in French comes from the word heart, coeur. Mm. So, you know, you have it there. Like the center of the painting is her heart. And, um, I think if you follow your heart, <laughs> you're never going to regret anything. And I would just, yeah, that's kind of, I hope that I can encourage anyone to write the book that they've been dreaming about writing. And the other thing is that when you are like in this life that you were told to live, right? Because mm. we all grew up in a society, in a family, maybe it was a religion or, you know, we told how to live. We, and there was codes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when we, um, 
it's like it's dangerous to step out of that, right? Mm -hmm. It feels dangerous. But the thing is that once you step out of it, you can't even imagine. No, okay, I'll go the other way. When you're like inside the code, <laughs> the codes, and you have those like uh, thing that they put on horses, you know, the blinders, mm -hmm. the blinders, and you're just following what everyone's doing. You don't know the how vast this universe is in the potential, the possibilities, the people you can meet and collaborate with, the ways you can make money with a book and with painting. Mm -hmm. Like you can't even imagine from the time we quit our job, uh, my husband quit his job. We had, I, I, for a while I kept track of it. We had dozens of ideas of how we could make a living, dozens mm -hmm. of opportunities to make a good living, for us, it was it became too like it became even more. How do we want to live? What do I want to do? Like I just said earlier, you know, I could do coaching and like dig a pool and buy a Corvette, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to do my art. You know, I have enough. So this is you 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 choose a life where you actually have choice, but you don't know until you actually take a step. Like you need to meet. You know, um, there is a beautiful poem uh, from, oh, I can't remember his name, but it's like you meet God halfway, you know, it's like mm. do a steps and then see the steps coming. And, um, you know, yes. people talk about the law, law of attraction, like it's not something that is um, mysterious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you start to put your attention onto something, you know, like when you were pregnant, did you see like pregnant women everywhere? I did. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happens. You know what I mean? Yes. You start to like say, just daring to say, I'm a writer. I'm an artist. Like that's a huge step for most people. It, had, mm -hmm. it was for me and I see it around me. So just start saying, I'm a writer. And some people are going to be like, ooh, poor you. You're going to starve and sleep on couches. <laughs> <laughs> but most people are going to be like, oh, wow, what is it? It's like, oh, actually, I need a writer. Like, you know what? Yes. You don't know. You don't know how many people told me as soon as I said I'm an artist, said, oh, actually, I need an artist. Oh, I need a painting. Oh, can you teach us workshops? And then I had a business. I love it. It's so true, Gaia, what you're saying. And I just, I'm just feeling, and I, I hope this is coming through. I just, I'm so inspired by you, Gaia. And your energy and and you're just like such a great example of someone going after their dreams and and making it work and you're right i've experienced that too that when you step into the thing so whether you know it's being a writer or maybe someone is being an interior designer or decorator or or you know a landscape a landscaper or anything that you want to be it doesn't have to be you know um you know, in the art world, it can be anything that you want to be that when you, I always remember the quote and I don't know who said it, but it's uh, leap and the net will appear. Mm -hmm. And how, when you do start telling the world, uh, I do think the world responds or the universe responds by saying you, you're claiming it. You're saying I'm an artist or I, I do this in the world. And it's incredible how the world response because you're owning it and you're stepping into the power of your gifts and what it is that you want to share with the world. 
And I'm glad you talked about the word courage, because as you were talking, that word kept coming up. I thought, gosh, that took so much courage. And even when people hear your story, Gaia, I can imagine people listening, thinking, well, that was maybe fine for Gaia, but I don't know if I've got the courage to jump into that. And and you're right, though, that when we turn 50, and, and I know some people are getting ready to retire, and I say to people, I'm just getting started, right? And And what you said about how, you know, if we don't start, and, and I feel the clock ticking now, right? Like, um, I feel that clock ticking of if I'm not stepping into my passion and purpose, my dreams, my goals, and sharing my gift with the world now, when am I going to do it? Like the time is is now. So for women listening and they're saying, okay, well, this is all great for you, Gaia. That's all great for you, Brenda. But I don't know. Like, I just don't know. Like, how can I, how can I step into this? Like, what would you say to them? Like, how did you find that courage to do it? For us, when we made that big decision, it is almost like you come, and I think everyone here must have come to a place like that they can remember in their mind, where they did something. It's like they were sort of a choice and a decision, but actually they were not. Let's say you're in a toxic relationship, and you're starting to like wonder, is this really like good because it sucks i don't like it i'm miserable am i going to spend another 20 30 50 years with that person or kind of and it's scary because maybe like financially maybe kids maybe so many things right it's like devastating those type of situations but the number of women that i've seen going through this terror but it's almost like Okay, this is what I'm saying. Like, you don't have a choice. It's like, if I stay, this is crap. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. And I know the future. The future sucks. <laughs> I'm trapped. You know, I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like my life. I don't like the people I'm hanging out with. I don't like my job. Like, you don't want to live that way. So it's almost like a no choice. One thing I wanted to say is that like we're talking about like, yes, do it, it's great mm -hmm. and it's going to be awesome and the universe is going to respond. And you're right. The universe is not like it's going to be like flow. <laughs> mm -hmm. Man is falling down and God is supporting me or whatever you want to call it. There is going to be hard times. There is going to be failing. There are going to be times where you're going to wonder like, you know, Am I crazy? Did I really, do I really want that? And like, we ask ourselves those questions like many times after we <laughs> made that decision. Like, I'm not gonna yes. make, like paint just a rosy picture. Mm -hmm. But I think it's uh, Jim Carrey who says, he said, if you're gonna be failing at something, you might as well fail at doing something that you love. Mm. So, at least you will have no regret. Like you tried, yes. like, I mean, it's horrible to think to live thinking like, oh my gosh, like I could have done that. That's yes. such a horrible feeling. Like yeah. you don't want to die thinking about all the stuff that you wish you did. Like this is your life. You mm. have one life. Yes. So I know it's a little so bit true. like harsh, like it's a bit extreme, but I don't know. Like I like intensity personally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we you can know, feel like, it. Intensity yes. is being alive. And yes. this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
being fully alive and enjoying like our senses and the gift that has been given to us because we each come into this life with different gifts and often those gifts feel, feel very natural they don't feel extraordinary or supernatural but most people don't have that gift so for us to recognize what is my gift and put it out in the world and it's when people reflect to you wow this is amazing like you can really help me cleaning my closet mm -hmm. like i could never do this like you do you know that person has a gift maybe she didn't know that she just organized her home and was really good at it but then she made a business out of it i'm talking because you had this woman in your summit who was amazing yes. maybe you can say her name yes Anne marie brogan um yeah. who is the co-author of beyond tidy she's going to be a, a guest on the podcast as well so who would have guessed and someone is going to make a living and teach and give conferences on how to clean up your house yes right so. exactly exactly and I, in the trailer for the podcast, I talk about, there's a quote by um, Oliver Wendell Holmes, and it's, uh, it's about how most people go to their grave with their music still in them. Mm. And it, it, uh, it just gets me in the heart every time I hear that. And just looking at you, and I know people listening can't see you, but there's a beautiful painting of her, uh, Gaia's She Flourishes painting behind her. And, um, when I think about, um, and I almost feel emotional, Gaia, because I think, what if you hadn't had the courage to start your business, and then the world doesn't isn't blessed with this gorgeous painting behind you? And and if you go on on Gaia's website and you see all the beautiful work um, that she's done, that has um, not only has made the world more beautiful um, through her art, but also the emotions that her art evokes in people and. Gaia, we had this conversation about, I, I, so some of you know, my daughter is in art school and Gaia has been, so I've been one of those parents with a kid who says, you know, I want to, I want to study art. And, and you do feel a little bit, to be honest, as a parent, you're like, you know, you hear the stereotypes and you think, okay, like, and you want to, you want to, and I think, gosh, I'm the do what you love coach, right? <laughs> 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 Shit, why am I that person? <laughs> I'm raising a kid. This is silly. <laughs> I have to walk my talk, right? And um, and when I speak with Gaia and I, I we had this conversation about I was talking to her and saying, well, my daughter, you know, she loves all these different types of art, but I keep thinking, well, maybe she should do digital art and really, you know, make sure because that's the future. And Gaia, you said something very profound to me that I think not only applies to artists but also applies to any anyone in the world. I don't know if you remember what you said to me, but- I do. You do, okay, do you mm -hmm. wanna say it? If you choose to do what you love, you can't only succeed because there's not a lot of people in this world that are really passionate and really love what they're doing. And just that is gonna be communicated whether you're a good communicator or not and that is just so powerful and it's so authentic and you can't <laughs> you know you can't go wrong with that for yourself and for others and for the success of your business 
So why would you choose something bad? Because you think reasonably it's going to be, no, 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 no. <laughs> Go for the love. Yeah. Yes. And Is that what it was? Yes. And you said it, you know, it was that, you know, with being an artist, you want your art to move people. And so when you're creating it, if you're doing something you don't enjoy, you know, people, you want people to feel that through your art. So yeah. if you're making your art with love and you're doing it because it's something you enjoy and something you're passionate about, then people are going to feel that as opposed to thinking, well, maybe I should create this thing because this is what the world wants. Yes. You know, this is what people will buy. And I remember that really hit me. And I did share that with my daughter. And then I think you and I went on, actually, actually, I don't know if it was with you. I think I was speaking with my husband and we were sort of saying, actually, that kind of goes for everything, right? Mm -hmm. like, the, totally. like the work I do in the world that, you know, if I'm creating a workshop, when I create something from the heart and I feel like, oh, I can't wait to share this with women. Like, I can't wait to get this or, or with a company and I can't wait to get this message out into the world. My love shows up, my passion shows up in that versus hmm, maybe I should create this workshop because I heard there's a trend that people really want to learn this thing. And sure, I might do it, and but it's never as successful. And I'm not mm. as happy doing it, right? I'm not flourishing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm, you know, pulling my hair out when I'm trying to do something that way versus when I'm doing it and feeling inspired and it, it's coming from the heart. So I, I do think, would you agree that it's not just with art, that with anything you're of doing course, in the world? Yeah, but again, it's also about talking about the success indicators. Maybe someone is very unauthentic and riding on the different trends and making millions of dollars. Would you want their lives? You can feel, if you're a sensitive person, and I, I presume everyone listening to this podcast is because of the kind of person you are, um, you can sense, you know, those raw, raw leaders or conference speakers. Mm. <laughs> and you can feel the one who, um, you know, I just doing it because I just had the right place. Mm -hmm. And that's who you want to be, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you're kind of already there. You know, you say like, oh, what is the courage? You know, you're already listening. You, you want to flourish. And there is a way. And it's a journey. You know, it's not like an overnight. <laughs> it's not overnight. And I think it's, I, I, and I don't know your take on this because you really jumped, like you really took that leap. Yeah. Um, when I coach women that want to make a change and if it's super scary for them, and maybe you do this too in your coaching, Gaia, that, you know, it may not be for everyone to take the full on leap. And so sometimes, Completely. right? Like, so sometimes you you started out as a side hustle, right? That you you keep your full-time job, but you maybe start doing your art or your your passion mm -hmm. project or your work on the side. And then, you know, slow, like, cause maybe you keep that as your bread and butter, but that you have this something that you do on the side that speaks to your heart and you ease into that and you transition into it. You don't have to go cold Turkey from, you know, a, a corporate career, let's say to, yeah. okay, now I'm going to listen to this <laughs> podcast. And, and exactly. Gonna, right. And I never, ever recommend people like, oh, just quit your job. Do your art. It's going to be awesome. Like I never do this. I think it's so important to feel secure financially because there's nothing worse than not knowing how I'm going to pay my bills. Yes. But I think like I feel uh, in our Western world, we very abundant, like my husband was counting how many kinds of fruit we had around our home after he did the groceries and the, I think there was like 16 
Wow. You know, we like fruit and veggies. Yeah. But you'd be surprised if I told you the list, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I have that too. Yeah, you'd be mm -hmm. amazed. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's just to say, um, I think there's a lot of way we can simplify our life, um, not just resource wise, but also like time wise, space wise, to include the thing that we love doing and do more of that and do less of the thing that are dragging us down, seeing, you know, um, people we hang out with, activities, uh, maybe, you know, you do too much social media or Netflix. Take that out and see how much time you have in the week to write your book, things like that. Yes, yes. Thank you for that. And I think this is a good place to ask you the final question I have for you today, which is, um, what is one thing that you recommend that women can do to really flourish in their lives? Yeah, I was talking about this yesterday in another interview and um, as something that happened to me last week. You know, when you're self-entrepreneur, there is always a lot to do. Like we have to learn so many trades that you can't even imagine, you know, and it can be overwhelming. And overwhelm is not just for the artist of the self-entrepreneur. <laughs> It's for anyone, we all have too much. This world is too much. And so this is what I did. I woke up one morning, I had lots on my plate and I felt overwhelmed. What I did, because I know the overwhelm actually comes from my mind. It doesn't come from the actual list because the list is infinite. There is never a day where like, I've painted all the room in my house, everything is in order. Now I can sit and wash the flowers. Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen. So I woke up and instead of like plunging, okay, I'm just gonna get this 100 emails that I have to respond to. I'm just gonna like plunge and do all the store orders and like write up this table of content for my course and whatever else had to be done. I did all the contrary. I went for a super long walk. I meditated. I stretched. I sat on the couch and I read, you know, I had my breakfast, whatever. By 2 p.m., I was in a completely different state of mind and I went to work and I didn't feel overwhelmed anymore. Suddenly, for some reason, the list I looked at it, I knew what really needed to be done today, and it was okay, I could do it. So, you know, it took me years of practice to come to that, but I think for me, that was a huge, um, huge, huge realizations of how I want to lead my life. Because you can do what you love, but still like go crazy and have a shitty life. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you mm. can always, there's always way for improvement. So even in my life where, you know, I have, seriously an amazing amazing life there's still so much room for improvement and uh, this was an example mm -hmm. of like i think like what we are putting out into the world is again back to the love it's like how we live our life day to day this is what's going to show up so you know again it's about being fully alive and feeling peace with what we're doing and feeling good and so that would be an example yeah take yes. care of yourself take care of yourself before you know being that superwoman that does what you want and is super successful at it take care of yourself 
Yes, yes. And and the research in positive psychology supports that too, that it's it's prioritizing yeah. positivity, prioritizing those positive emotions. And so taking that time to, if we're always just, you know, working from the to-do list and we're not taking that time to um, prioritize our joy and our, or peace or calm and the, all those things that you listed that that mm-hmm. you did in that moment, it actually, that actually fuels us and makes us more productive. Mm-hmm. So it's sometimes it's counterintuitive, right? In that day when you think, oh, but I didn't start working yes. till two, but all the things you did to f- fuel yourself and recharge your batteries um, before that actually, they actually do help us. To... And you do it better. Like yes. you literally, how many times in my life I've like worked until two o'clock in the morning because I felt, oh, I just wanted to get this done. Then I woke up after bad sleep because I was on the computer too late and then realizing, oh my gosh, I got to redo half of it because, right? So yes, for <laughs> sure, time. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that. And Gaia, I'm sure that um, the people listening, now that they've been hearing about all your beautiful art, will want to see it. So how can people connect with you? How can they view the work and the art that you do in the world? Yeah, so two things. I think go on my website, GaiaOrion.com. And, um, you know, if you need art, if you need to also make like different way, you can bring the artwork into your home or your life. Like I create a line of jewelry with the images. And, but also because of the people that you're speaking to, uh, like I lead the workshops that are extremely like they just blow your mind of how transformational they are using art to extract um, meaning and understanding and unraveling situations. And for like a team, if you have a team, you have a business, it just reveal the dynamic of the team like nothing else. And at the same time, it's a lot of fun because doing art is a, uh, just brings a lot of joy. And then you have like an end product that you can put in your office that the whole team did or did you put on your fridge along with your kids' drawings. And um, yeah, I mean, art is, uh, I I love sharing the process. So it's not about doing, just doing the art, it's about how it can be used as a tool to, to just flourish. Yes. So we will put that in the show notes. So GaiaOrion.com and you can check out her artwork there. You can actually um, purchase her different um, types of art on her site. Um, And you can find information on her site about the workshop she does. And some of you who came to the She Flourishes Summit will remember Gaia from the workshop. She did a beautiful workshop for all of us at the end of the summit to help us to uh, crystallize um, all of our learnings from the summit to take what everything that you people took away from the summit. So it was a great way to end that um, to end that experience for people. So at a conference or if it's a workshop or team building um, and, and Gaia, you know, I'm someone who I've uh, been a master trainer of workshops and I, I, uh, and a coach and I've watched Gaia not only deliver a workshop, but um, coach people. And she is amazing at what she does. So uh, if you're looking for something like that, she's, she's, we've experienced that. Um, I've actually been to a couple of her workshops and they're amazing. So thank you so much, Gaia, uh, for being here today. I'm so glad I found you that day when I Googled <laughs> She Flourishes. Um, I feel so blessed to have you in my life. And uh, 
I'm so grateful to you for being on the podcast here today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the She Flourishes podcast. I hope this episode has inspired you to keep on creating the flourishing life you deserve. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who would benefit from it. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening. To learn more about how you can live a flourishing life, head over to brendajasmine.com or follow me on Instagram at underscore brendajasmine. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, keep on sharing your gifts with the world. See you soon.